0: If you want something, damn it, you got to work for it, nothing's free, you have to work for it. And if you want to put your leg back in shape, you got it in shape to begin with, then they did surgery. Now you got to get back in shape. It's up to you. Welcome to The Bee's Knees, a podcast full of articles, interviews, clinical studies, and advice about knee surgery, physical therapy, and life after knee surgery.
1: Hi everyone, this is Mary Elliott with X10 knee recovery system, and I'm joined today with Stephen. Stephen just underwent knee replacement surgery, and he used the X10 recovery system uh, for prehabilitation on his knee. He's going to enlighten us on how that experience went for him. Hi Stephen, can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you?
0: I'm Stephen Duman. I was uh, married for 30 years. Raised uh, two girls. They both off to college and live in different states. And now I'm at 66. I'm retired. And I enjoy it a lot, (laughs) to be honest with you. Retirement has been good. It's only been a year. I enjoy it. Live in Commerce Township, Michigan. And I have hobbies of woodworking. I build things, mostly reclaimed wood, out of reclaimed wood in my garage. And uh, it's fun. I get most of my stuff away. My girls have a lot of homemade furniture and tables and whatever they need, they get. They call me, Dad. I need this. Dad makes it and sends it to them. Period.
1: Well, let me ask you this, Stephen. All right, so you yeah. love to wor- uh, work with wood. What? Yes. You know, tell me the history of your knee.
0: Come out of high school and I went into concrete work, and I poured concrete for about 11 years. And that, uh, if you ever know think about concrete work, it's a lot of on your hands and knees, finishing concrete, flat work. And after 10, 11 years, I gave that up and I went into uh, underground construction. And underground construction is you dig trenches. I didn't, I wasn't fortunate enough to dig. I was the guy on the ground going in and out of the trench constantly. And I did that for 27 years. My knees are very tired, <laughs> I guess you would call it. They're worn out. They're arthritic. The left one was very, very bad. Uh the left one is the one that I had replaced. The right one is not near as bad. And that one is still up in the air, whether I have it replaced or not. At this point, it's not bothering me. So I may not. I don't know. And about I retired a year and a half ago, almost two years ago coming in December and it started to bother me before I retired my left knee started to bother me a lot so I decided to have it looked at and I went to Dr. Michelson and he said well we'll do this first and do that and after the second round of uh, injections it was not working so we discussed surgery and that's when he introduced me to the uh, X10. And just after, well, I think I had it three or four weeks at my home prior to surgery, and it strengthened my leg. I know that. Uh, my range of motion was 130. It was not when I started, but it is. It was when I finished. And I've gone through surgery. And I was going to therapy, but they decided to close due to the uh, uh, virus that's running around here. So,
1: Well, how many weeks has it been since your surgery, Stephen?
0: Seven. Seven weeks yesterday.
1: Okay, seven weeks. All right, why don't you, why don't you help us? Because I know a lot of people who are have already had knee surgery or are contemplating having knee surgery would love to know, when they can start functioning again in certain aspects of their life. Do you recall, uh, you know, post-surgery? You know, when could you get in and out of the car? When when were you able to go up and down the stairs? Do you have any recollection as to how long that took you to get there?
0: I'm kind of a, I like to push myself person. I went up and down the stairs within about 12 hours. I was going up and down the stairs just after surgery. I came home. We have a two-story house sleeping quarters are up living quarters are down I did not want to just lay on the couch I wanted to exercise and get as much as I could in within a day I was up and down the stairs cautiously and slowly but still up and down the stairs in and out of the car wasn't a problem at all I had a I had a, uh, a walker for a I'm going to say approximately about nine days and I was walking into my therapist one morning and she watched me walk across the parking lot she said, you don't use that walker when you walk. I said, well, it's there just in case I tip over. And she said, that's good, but I don't want to see you in it with it in here. We'll work around it. So I got rid of the walker within about, say, 10 days. I had a cane for about another 10 days. And after that, I've been walking on my own.
1: What, what role do you feel having the X10 for your prehab played in those very successful results?
0: I don't know that my leg, the left one, the surgery one, would have been... As strong, I do believe that it did strengthen my quad, my calf, every bit of it, which is what you have to use to walk. I've had people tell me since I've only been out seven I'm only seven weeks out yesterday, they can't believe I can walk yet; they can't believe I can do anything yet, and it has to be attributed to the strength program prior, which was the x ten. I have no other answer other than it had to be the pre surgery exercise plan put together by you folks actually. You know, you're walking? I said, Well yeah. Well what about it well, doesn't hurt. I mean it hurts. I'm not gonna lie to you, it still hurts. But I think it is stronger than most folks at this point due to the fact of the uh extent therapy prior to surgery.
1: Well let me ask you this. I I hear this a lot. but Mary, how am I going to work on my knee and strengthen my muscles and my and my flexibility when I'm in so much pain? I mean I have to have this knee replaced. Can you explain how that was possible for you or what were you feeling when, you know, you first
0: started? I used the analogy before. It's like anything else. If you're going to prepare for something, if you've got something coming up, you have to prepare for it, whether it hurts or not. You know, in the long run, you'll be better off. So you have to endure some pain. Uh, when it takes your leg and you're not normally used to bending it from zero to 130 degrees, it hurts a little bit. But you have to work into that you have to condition yourself for that it's like being you have to get prepared for it and it it works and i believe yes it did help me substantially just it's going to hurt but you have to do it you i mean you don't want to cry but it's going to hurt a little bit because your leg is not there before or it was not there before and now it's going to be there now you're going to go through surgery and you're already halfway there when you get out of surgery and when surgery's over you go back to rehab, you start rehabbing that same leg. It seems to move a lot easier. It seems to flex a lot easier on your extension or your flexion, either or.
1: Let me ask yes. you this. Um, OK, so you started this prehab program. Did you have any preset goals of what you wanted to accomplish before surgery?
0: Um, I, I didn't know what to expect. My coach, Lisa, helped me out quite a bit. Uh, she watched and monitored my uh, progression if not every day, every other day, however, she caught them, I don't know, and it's basically up to you if you want to get from point a to point B, you have to do it on your own you know it's it's if that's what you want, you want to get to the end, you got to do it on your own, Yes, the machine is there to help you, the coach is there to help you, but she's not standing next to you in your living room, so you have to get up every day and religiously practice or not practice, but work out. I think I in the machine three weeks
1: Have you ever? gone to a gym religiously. Has that ever been part of your active lifestyle? No. Okay. So working on a piece of equipment like this, having a coach set you up into a workout routine and guide you, this was kind of a new environment for you
0: to work within. Yes, it is. I've never been a gym rat, gym person, I should say, not gym rat. I shouldn't say that. But I've never been a gym person. Uh, I've always done physical labor my entire life. I'm sixty six years old i'm six foot one, and I weigh two hundred pounds i'm in pretty good shape i've always been that way, so when this came up, i didn't think it was going to be any problem whatsoever to get in x ten therapy shape
1: and let me yes. ask you this okay, so now. You have this machine, you're working out, you're making progress. Did anyone ever tell you why it's so important uh, to regain some of that range of motion as much as you can and your strength before you go into surgery? Did any, anybody go over the value of that?
0: I'm sure. I think Lisa did. I cannot tell you exactly what she said. But it's like I said, you're getting ready for a game. You have to condition for that game. It's very important to be in shape. The surgery was the game. Or the surgery is the game when you're ready to have surgery you're going to game you have to be in shape if you're going to work on your muscles like that when they replace a the knee it affects your calf your thigh your hamstring it affects your entire leg if you're not in condition for surgery then it's going to be a more difficult time after the fact to recover
1: well i tell you what your opinion is quite like all the professionals out here in our field of mm-hmm. knee replacement because the belief is you know, what you go into surgery with as far as your strength and your range of motion is typically what you can expect as far as your recovery goes. So the better you go in with your range of motion and, and the strength in in the muscles surrounding your knee, the better recovery you're going to have. And so you're yes. a true testament <laughs> of that.
0: <laughs> that is my opinion as well. I told Lisa, well, I just told you the same thing. I told her um, whenever it was two months ago when I talked to her. She, I said, this is like a football game. I played sports my entire life. I said, you got to get in shape for that game. If you're not in shape, you're not going to play well.
1: Stephen, how many minutes would you say a day did you spend getting your
0: leg and knee prepared for the surgery on the X10? Um, the regular uh, range of motion one, uh, that was about a 35-minute process every day. And then when you add every other day, I did a bunch of uh, hamstring quads, calves, whatever I had to strengthen. Additionally, uh, that was about another 30 minutes. So you were looking about an hour, give or take hour, 10, hour, 15 minutes, 31 day, hour and 10 the next, 30 the next day, hour and 10 the next after that.
1: Now, what did did that do for you mentally? Because now here you're making gains with your range of motion and your strength with a compromised knee, a knee that needs to be replaced. Didn't that help you walk into surgery don't you think, more confident?
0: Because I know that's what it would do for me, for sure. It's a mental game as well. You're mentally, okay, let's go. Get her done. Let's go. Let's get this done. You're mentally ready. You're physically ready because you know you are. The numbers tell you that you are. And now it's up to you to be ready as well. Like anything you do, if you prepare for it, I believe you're ready. The machine does physics. And as you sit there, you realize you watch your numbers. You watch your numbers go up and down. You watch what they're doing. Well, if I can go, uh, you know, two numbers higher or a three degrees, four degrees more, it becomes a mental game. You want to you don't want to beat yourself, but you want to be as good as you can for yourself.
1: So what advice would you like to give um, any patients out there who are thinking about having knee surgery? And they may not have a person who prescribes prehabilitation
0: for their patients.
1: Uh, let me ask you, how did you how did you meet Dr. Michelson?
0: Actually. My brother had both hips replaced,
1: so, uh,
0: <laughs> and he had mentioned the Core Institute over in uh, Bright, uh, Novi, and uh, I inquired, and Dr. Michelson does knee. he does not do hips. And uh, I set up an appointment with him. Went from there. I had two visits prior to surgery, three. Uh, the one time he drained uh, 40 cc's of fluid off my left knee. And then shot it up with cortisone steroid. And then the second time, 10 weeks later, he shot them both up again. And then 10 weeks later, I had surgery. If you are in better shape going in, you'll be in better shape coming out. I went to a class at the Core Institute, uh, pre-surgery class. I had to go to a class. And I saw people there who I will almost guarantee you have waited way too long. They can't walk. They have canes. They have two canes. They have a walker they've waited too long i waited almost too long i was starting to get bad. i wore knee braces on both knees you know the just the elastic one the mueller and you stretch them on and, and you leave them on all day i was at that point these people have gone beyond that point and some of them can't even stand up straight just the way they it's i just hope that what they had done if they had things done that it it helps them out
1: what i see on my end right because i work with patients day in day out Mm-hmm. is the longer you wait, right, the more atrophy you're you're suffering from your muscles. And I mm-hmm. think, too, and the less flexible you, you become, right, and your world keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller because you now start living your life based on decisions you make because of how far you have to walk in order uh, to go somewhere. You know, how many times you have to get in and out of the car. Are there stairs involved? You know, living... A life like that, that really zaps your freedom. And uh, an enriching, fulfilling life is where we feel free, strong, yeah. right, empowered, right. And I think, I think your point in saying they waited too long, you know, after day after day, year after year of subjecting yourself to loss because it is loss. You're losing Correct. freedom of choice, right? Physical freedom, mental freedom, because you're missing. Parties or weddings or dancing or golfing, you know, activities that you really, you know, enjoyed and enjoyed sharing with others. And now you've allowed yourself to get into a situation where you haven't been able to experience that anymore. And now, with our beautiful world and all the technology that's out there, you know, this problem with your knee is fixable. You, at the end of the day, get to make these decisions for yourself. You know, do I move yes. forward? Do I stay where I'm at? When you had those moments where it, you were feeling like, wow, this is painful. Did I make the right decision? What helped you come back to that place of, yes, I did make the right decision. I'm, I'm going to continue to push through this and move forward. What do you think helped you stay on track? In those
0: moments i'm stubborn <laughs> i'm a very stubborn person. Oh, i like that <laughs> and if i want to get something done and if i can physically do it i will do it and i know that i could walk without any problem 10 years ago and i could do it five years ago and it started to get worse now since i have one repaired and i'm not quite sure about the other one yet i could get back to that same position because you can i'm a stubborn person and i will do stuff until i get to that point and that's how I am. I just, just I, that's how I am. And I'm not a walker. But I've been walking for the last week and a half now. And I'm average it takes a little bit. But I'm doing a half mile a day right now, seven weeks out after surgery, because I want to get back. Not because anybody's telling me not because anybody's asking me nothing. I want to do it myself. Just the way I am. It's my makeup. Nothing else I can say about that. If you don't want to do it, you won't. But if you want to, And you want to get back into a better quality of life then you will work at it it's not going to come for free
1: in those moments even though some of them are rough there are also in those moments there's a lot of beauty and positive things happening right because when you see wow i couldn't do this yesterday but i can do this today and wow i see a little bit of improvement here isn't it kind of exciting too
0: yes very you know and you will know it too your times like sleeping sometimes is difficult because you can't get comfortable. And the first four weeks out, it was very difficult to sleep because your leg was just sore. Now, I can lay on my stomach. I can lay on my side. I can lay on my other side. I can lay on my back. My leg doesn't hurt near as much. So it feels, you know, it's coming. You know, the better, the it's coming to the end where it's not going to be any more pain and it's going to be just like normal. I talked to my therapist before because they closed it down because of what's going on in the world today. Uh, that last day there, now that would have been almost three weeks ago. So it would have been just four weeks in. My range of motion was 115. And
1: Fantastic. <laughs> what I did don't Dr. Know Michelson it, think of your results?
0: <laughs> he thought that was like, excellent. He says, what's your range of motion? I said, well, when it was, it was 115. He says, I see no reason why you can't hit 135. I said what? He said, yeah, 125, 135, no problem for you. And now I'm climbing stairs. I'm doing some of my therapy. Uh, I the the yoga ball, you land on the floor and you roll the ball back and forth. And up against the wall, you bend. You do knee knee bends, deep knee bends, and sometimes they hurt and sometimes they don't. Uh, But you still have to do them. You know, I'm not religious as it was when I was going to therapy because that was three days a week. Now I'm two days a week. But you still got to do it. And I, I'm the stairs. We have stairs. Like I said, it's a two-story house. And I go up the stairs and down the stairs, sometimes on purpose, just to keep moving.
1: Well, that's very smart of you to do that because six months post-surgery, th- those are crucial months. You want to keep moving yeah, just because, I think so. right? right? You got to keep moving because you don't want to lose anything that you've gained. Scar tissue can still form within that time period. So your attitude and the work you're putting towards this for yourself is so smart. And and even the first year, right, everybody out there, first year, you want to keep moving. You want to stay active because the first year is critical uh, to, to benefit you for the rest of your life. You know, we're talking about effort that you're putting in for your legs so you have a healthy, active life the rest of your life. So, yeah, right Right, Stephen? Yes. Oh, well worth it.
0: Yes. I told my therapist, uh, Allison over at OMPT, and I also told Lisa. I said, I'm pushing for a goal, and that is I want to water ski by June. I like to water ski. I still water ski. And That's
1: wonderful.
0: <laughs> Lisa said, well, you better check with your doctor first. I said, well, I will, but I want to go back to water ski. I water ski every year. We water ski. I've been water skiing since I was five and six years old for, so, for quite a while. It's a, it's a good sport for me. I I enjoy it. So and she says, well, there's no reason why you can't, but I would check with your doctor first. So, but that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to push for it, and I'll be skiing, hopefully, June or July.
1: Well, how exciting. <laughs> and I'm sure during those painful moments, I bet you were picturing yourself, hey, I got a goal here. I want to get back to water skiing. I, w- I want to enjoy that again, right? I didn't yeah. come this far to come this far, right? I'm going all the way.
0: That's, ex- <laughs> that's exactly. Again, if you want to do it, you have to push. You cannot. It's not going to happen by its lonesome. Yeah, if you get up and go down and sit in a chair all day, nothing's going to happen. If you get up. Yesterday, I was outside. I pulled weeds for four hours yesterday and mowed my lawn and edged my driveway. That's what I did all day. I was outside all day yesterday.
1: And how many Work weeks doing post
0: stuff.
1: surgery was I'm that sorry? that you're doing all that? How many weeks post surgery, Stephen? Were you uh,
0: seven surgery? yesterday? Seven.
1: Incredible. Beautiful. <laughs> yep,
0: yeah, that's because I again, if you don't want to do anything, it's not going to happen. I just want to do it because I enjoy. I I just want to do it. You know I want to get back to whatever normal was I just want to get back to it so I don't have any problem with it. again pushing myself I will tell you this when I got done last night I sat on the deck in the afternoon and I was tired and sore because it's not used to that much activity but I did it on Monday and I did it on Wednesday. I did half the yard one day and the other half yesterday. And I'm fine today. A little sore, but not. it gets less and less pain every day. If you keep using it, if you keep doing stuff to strengthen that leg.
1: And I'm sure mentally you felt,
0: I imagine, quite oh,
1: peaceful, right? And grateful. Oh, <laughs> wow. You have no right? I can
0: do you this. Can- <laughs> You, you get all down and you look look at my yard look what I did you know and then you realize well only got a leg and a half here yet you know the other one's not a hundred percent so but it still makes you feel good to do these things to get out there and, and to work like I said I go up and down the stairs I still do laundry I take it down the basement so that's three. It's you know two flights of stairs and back upstairs but it's it's a stair thing I I don't have the machines that they had at, at therapy, so I use my stairs.
1: I think, you know, when you're healing from something, right, body, mind, soul, everything has to be involved in and, a and yes. positive, right, <laughs> in a positive place, because if one of those is not, it, you're going to have obstacles thrown in front of you that you really necessarily wouldn't have had if you know your mind wasn't mindset isn't wasn't where it needed to be and physically Correct. you weren't right. So it sounds like to me, Stephen, you know the conversations that I've had with you, your mindset has been positive. you know cup half full. I'm going to do this, your belief system was there. like I know I can create this for me. You may have had doubts here and they're sprinkled. but at the end of the day, your faith and your courage and your determination fueled yourself. To this beautiful place you're at now so I am so incredibly happy for you (laughs) so incredibly happy for you
0: yeah I uh, it's just again it's you start with the beginning which was the therapy prior and you see what you can accomplish at that point then you have a small setback because now you had surgery well to get back to the point you were at due to the S10 you have to work at it to get back to that same position and that's just I think that's I've always been like that you know it's not just because of my knee but you know if you want something damn it you got to work for it nothing's free you have to work for it and if you want to put your leg back in shape you got it in shape to begin with then they did surgery now you got to get back in shape it's up to you the knee store
1: If you're having a knee done, you just may want to share that news with the world. If so, we've got a mug, t-shirt, or awesome tote for that. Visit The Knee Store on CafePress.com. Shop for the perfect item that reflects your feelings about getting back to a full life after a successful knee replacement surgery. Visit CafePress.com forward slash The Knee Store. Great prices, fun and unique stuff.
0: The Bees Knees Podcast comes to you from our studio in Lower Manhattan, New York City. We're here week in and week out, shedding light on all aspects of knee surgery and recovery. To reach us, send an email to thebeeskneespodcast at gmail.com.